You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store. But you've probably already figured that out. So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we shared our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we are talking all about quarter four and how in the past Black Friday has been a record sales date on the e-commerce calendar, but why we're actually predicting this year might be a little different and why we're actually recommending against Black Friday. So keep listening to see why this is and what we are suggesting instead. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's dive in. So historically, Black Friday has marked the kickoff of all the Christmas sales. So it's the one day on the calendar that follows Thanksgiving in the US. And the reason for it being called Black Friday was all the tire marks that shoppers left on the road after they've driven into town to grab themselves a bargain. So it used to be just a US thing, but definitely adapted by Australia. For the last few years, it's gotten bigger and bigger. And not surprisingly, marketers leveraged this and converted the holiday into an online shopping opportunity. And Black Friday and Cyber Monday was born. So our clients have had some really significant success with Black Friday in the past. We've had a client that generated 1,000 euros per minute in revenue during her Black Friday campaign. Another that generated over 200,000 US in just the one weekend and another that generated 22 times return on ad spend during this quarter four promo time. So previously Black Friday, as Karen said, has been amazing and we have seen some amazing results and, you know, we've done some masterclasses around quarter floor, quarter floor, <laughs> quarter, quarter floor, because <laughs> you end up on the floor after doing all the sales. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what's really funny actually is when you press shift and four, it's actually the dollar sign. And I always oh. accidentally do that when I'm writing like Q4 because I press shift to do the Q and then I do the four and it's Q dollar. And I'm like, yeah, oh. it is Q dollar. So quarter four, you know, has been amazing. And we always talk about Black Friday. So some of the stats that we've, you know, previously shared in our masterclasses and if you're part of our unstoppable e-commerce community. So if you're in our free Facebook group, or if you've been to any of our masterclasses, you know, you may have heard some of these stats. So some of them are that Shopify merchants processed over $1.5 billion in sales in 2018 over that Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, which is the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And some of the other stats that were like, you know, quite mind blowing at the time were that over $573 million of that $1.5 billion was just on one day, just on one day. And then in, in that, so breaking it down even further, close to 11,000 orders. So that was 11,000 orders were processed. I think it was per second. Per minute. Per second. The 11,000, I think that was that. Um, I'll have to confirm. <laughs> but then 37 million in sales were processed per minute. Yeah. So it was 11,000, sorry, per second orders. And then 37 million in sales was processed per minute. Wow. That's some big numbers. And if that was 2018, yeah. <laughs> uh, last year would have far 
exceeded that as well, being the spike that we saw in 2020. Yeah, and then 2020, you know, there was like all the spikes happened in March, April, May, June, like the times that are actually slow typically for an e-commerce calendar were actually high. And then you look at quarter four and it was like, you know, off the charts. So, you know, in the past, there are some really big numbers there. But this year, we're kind of throwing our hats in and saying we're predicting it might be a little bit different. Yeah. So if we look at some of the stats from last year, 2020, Australians spent 50.46 billion with a B (laughs) billion online. Uh, And that was up 57% year on year, which is incredible growth. And this year it just continues to grow. So we've talked about Australia Post employing another 4,000 additional people just to keep up with demand. They're delivering on weekends right up until the end of the year. And they are starting to urge their customers to do their Christmas shopping early to avoid disappointment because there's such delays at the moment in shipping times. And COVID has given people the opportunity to get super organized for Christmas this year because what else are we doing in lockdown? (laughs) So you might have noticed that online stores are updating their schedules to align. And I saw a Black Friday ad this morning and we're talking 1st of October. So (laughs) things are happening super early and brands are already talking about Christmas and we are actually recommending this year against doing a Black Friday sale. So when you say you saw a Black Friday ad, was it actually an ad that said like Black Friday? Like did it mention? Yeah, it said our Black Friday sale is on now. So that's like two months or Two months early for the actual day of Black Friday, yeah. Yeah, so people aren't really aligning with the date anymore. I think Black Friday is now kind of just a concept. It's symbolising the mega sale of the year, I guess, the biggest sale for the brand. You know, if you think about marketers and dates of the year and calendar events that happen, really the only reason why they are pinpointed to events is it gives marketers a really good excuse to have a promotion. So you look at end of financial year, the reason why we have end of financial year sales is because sales are actually usually typically down for e-commerce stores. So why not just leverage a date and say, hey, let's we're having a sale instead of saying our sales are down, we need to make more revenue. <laughs> we're saying let's have an end of financial year sale. The reason let's why make Black a little Friday- bit more money before the end of financial year <laughs> yeah. sale. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why Black Friday has always been a thing is because marketers and online store owners and bricks and mortar store owners know that consumers had their wallets out and they will be getting ready for Christmas shopping. They'll be having that list in their head and they'll be like thinking about who to buy. And so to have a sale, it kind of draws a direct link to an excuse to buy from you and to give for the US, I guess it was their Boxing Day, right? So that's where all the sales were on after the thing. So people were shopping for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving's over, and then Black Friday was the day after. So it's like Australians would traditionally shop on Boxing Day, getting all those good sales. But because that fell before Christmas for us, which is the bigger holiday and we don't really have Thanksgiving here, we were getting this super sales before Christmas. So it's like, oh, wow, I can actually buy gifts on special. So I think that's why it went so well here and people are like, eating that up. Yeah, absolutely. We all love to be organized or we like to think that we are. (laughs) Every year, every single year, I say I'm going to send out a birthday card to all my friends and family. And I've got one of those advent calendars that has like the, or not an advent calendar, but the, like it's got no actual days. It's just got like the dates. 
a birthday calendar and like I found it the other day and it's still sitting on February. (laughs) Another year. Another year of failing. (laughs) But when it comes to Christmas, I think, you know, people, it is that chance to give the gifts, to get organized, to have an excuse to. And more people are going to be shopping online than ever for Christmas this year. You know, people are forced to because shops are closed. So this is the opportunity for e-commerce stores to really get a huge chunk of that pie this year. Not only that, but I actually think that more people will be buying for more people. So typically, you know, you might have only bought for the people who you were having Christmas lunch with or Christmas day with, and, you know, you'd sit around the tree and you'd open your gifts. Whereas this year, I haven't seen my best friend in New Zealand for two years. Mm. I, you know, I've only seen my best, my, one of my other best friends, like I've got three best friends in there, all bloody <laughs> interstate or international. So I haven't seen them for so long. Like, so usually, you know, I might not really get them a Christmas present, but this year I probably will. Yeah. Well, you and I haven't seen each other for over two years <laughs> no. and uh, everyone cross your fingers. We're trying to catch up next week. <laughs> Um, we will see but as a looming lockdown so we'll see if it actually happens stay tuned to the next episode to find out if we caught up (laughs) but (laughs) i booked my flights so if the lockdown happens i'm sorry everyone that was probably my fault Uh, if i hadn't have booked my flights we probably wouldn't have gone into (laughs) lockdowns (laughs) oh dear but yeah it's like that like same i've got friends in wa and uh, my best friend's in melbourne and she hasn't been able to meet my baby yet because, you know, lockdowns and all those things. So, yeah, people are, I think, reaching out. Like I sent her like care packages when there's lockdowns and mm. things like that. So people are buying more because we don't have that sort of, we're not catching up, we're not getting that physical connection, but also we're not spending money on other things like travel. So we might have that little bit of income sitting there to be able to do that and spoil our friends. Yep. So in our e-commerce agency, our growth agency, where we work with clients to do their Facebook and Instagram ads, and we help them, you know, a lot more holistically with strategy and things, we actually have recommended to them and we've been having the conversation with them to not do a Black Friday sale. So we've been saying, get super organized. And we actually did our quarter four planning with our students in August. Hmm. So, you know, we're saying to everyone, get really, really organized. Instead of a Black Friday sale, what we're saying is go super early. So go end of October, even start of October now is not too, you know, too early. Go early, go October or start of November. Don't leave it until Black Friday or the you know, typical Thanksgiving weekend. And that way, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is, you know, people are spending now, they're getting organized. Australia Post is recommending that we go early, um, do our shopping early. So you are giving people a reason to shop with you. And the other reason is that it gives you a reason to kind of have that urgency and you can communicate to people that this is your one and only big promotion before Christmas. Yeah. So what are your thoughts around calling it a Black Friday sale? If you traditionally have a Black Friday sale, but instead this year you're going to do something in October, what would you recommend? Yeah, this is a really interesting one. So there's kind of two trains of thought here. One is that if you actually call it a Black Friday sale, which a couple of our clients have decided to do that. So they're actually calling it a Black Friday sale. Uh, They're not doing it on Black Friday. They're doing it like really early. And the kind of thinking around it is that it still links to that, you know, cognitive uh, alignment of, you know, being a big sale, having the big savings. You don't have to like really tell people that this is our last sale before Christmas and you're kind of 
just linking it to something that people already know. The other train of thought, which most of our clients are doing, is actually not calling it Black Friday at all, not even mentioning Black Friday, and they're just calling it either something that's really relevant to them. So like, you know, if we were to do one, we would have an unstoppable weekend or (laughs) something, you know, can't stop me now sale, something (laughs) like that, you know, something that's really relevant to that brand. And instead of calling it Black Friday, they're just communicating in the messaging, this is our last sale before Christmas, you know, this is your last chance to get in. And that's really important because if you normally have a Black Friday sale and perhaps you've got customers that wait for your Black Friday sale, but instead you have a pink Saturday sale in October, if you don't make it really clear that you're also not having a Black Friday sale, they might wait for that still. So I think the messaging is super important. Hey, this is our last sale before Christmas. Mm. And that's a good point too, because you don't want to create an audience that just waits for sales. So we kind of, you know, we've mentioned this before, but we recommend only having like two promotions. So two actual sales a year. That doesn't mean you can't promote your brand and have reasons to buy with you throughout the, you know, throughout the year. But we really just recommend if you're going to go on sale and have some kind of sales promotion, two a year is you know, max. So some of our clients do Black Friday and Boxing Day. Some of them do Black Friday and end of financial year. Some do end of financial year and Boxing Day. So it's really just, you know, whatever aligns with the brand. But some of our clients don't need to go on sale for Black Friday because people are so keen to buy their products for Mm. gifts and they usually sell out. So there's no need to go on sale. Like the sale is an actual excuse to make sales. If you're already making sales, you don't need to go on sale. You don't need to discount. All we really need to be doing then is looking at your messaging and going, this is the time to buy to avoid disappointment if you want this for Christmas. You know, these will make great Christmas gifts. Now buy it for Christmas so that you get it in time to wrap it up and put it under the tree, you know that sort of messaging is more important than, hey, come and get 10% off because you don't need to discount, as Megan said, if people are already buying it. So, And that's the difference between a promotion and a sale. A promotion is literally just where you're promoting your brand and are giving people a reason to buy. So the promotion could be buy now so you don't miss out on our restock or buy mm. now and, you know, we'll give you free gift wrapping. It yeah. doesn't, a promotion doesn't have to be a you could even um, have like a picture of the mailman with a dressed up as Santa and be like, Santa's being a bit slow this year. So make sure you buy it now to avoid disappointment. Like you can be a little bit cheeky around the fact that, you know, deliveries are taking longer and things like that. People are more understanding this year that it's not the brand's fault. There's strikes, there's delays, there's stuff in lockdown. There's all sorts of things stopping deliveries. So if you are waiting for Christmas, people aren't going to be as forgiving when you're still selling something a week before Christmas saying, yeah, you're going to get it in time when they're not. So you want to be actually on their side saying, hey, we're trying to help you make sure you get this in time to put under your tree. You don't want your kids to be disappointed or your family or friends. So um, yes, it's October, but hey, come and buy it now. Mm. Get organized. Feel great that it's there, ready to go. Actually, that is, can I go on a quick tangent? Oh, we love a good tangent. You know I love it. Go for it. So communication, it's so important. And with the delays and stuff, just because there is delays and they're not your fault, it doesn't mean you can't, you just bury your head in the sand and don't communicate. So I actually Mm. purchased a couch from Matt Blatt 
And I didn't know that, you know, I had my head in the sand about this. They were sold to Kogan. I didn't realize. And so all the messaging around my thanks for your purchase came from Kogan. And I was like, oh, that's a bit. Okay, cool. It's been two weeks and I haven't heard a thing. I can't actually really get onto their communication, like to their customer support or anything. I've tried to send them like emails and stuff. I've called the toll company, like the shipping company and and said like, here's my tracking number, what's happening? And they're like, oh, the seller hasn't actually asked us to pick that up yet. So I'm like, okay, maybe there's a delay in their warehouse or maybe, you know, shipping is taking longer. They've got this little message on their website that says like COVID has, you know, caused delays. But when I purchased it, it said, um, expect one to five day shipping. And I was like, cool, that's perfect for me. (laughs) And so like, okay, there might be delays and it might take so a month. How does that but, leave you feeling oh, without the communication? Honestly, I feel like cancelling my order. Because you know it's just still sitting there and they don't really care enough to make it leave. How would you feel at the exact same time frame? but they'd let you know, hey, this is happening, we're really sorry, you know, we don't have the manpower at the moment to get it out, it's going to be a little bit longer than usual? I would be so understanding and compassionate and be like, this business is run by people. I completely understand. Um, I'm happy to wait. But so the I, I difference is the communication. They just haven't, like, they haven't bothered. Um, and so it makes me feel really like, Bleh. you know, yeah. I just, I won't be, you know, I won't be buying from them again for sure. But I'm really tempted to just cancel my order, to be honest. And that's really interesting around the getting the emails and stuff from a totally different brand because mm. unless you'd gone to find out that they'd been purchased by the other brand, you'd be like, did I order that from the wrong place? Like yeah. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> and um, the customer support is like handled by, you know, it's all. So one other quick tangent for people listening is if you have things like autoresponder emails going out, asking for reviews especially tongue-tied there. So if, say somebody purchases a product, they normally get it within seven days and you've got an email that goes out, say, eight days later saying, hey, we'd love you to review your product. Something that's happening at the moment is those emails are still going out, but people haven't got their product yet. And then people are getting confused or angry because they're like, hey, you're asking me for a review and I haven't got this yet. Am I supposed to have this? <gasps> then they realize there's a problem rather than, hey, it's delayed. So communication is key. If you've got autoresponders set up, delay those out until when people would actually be receiving them. So maybe instead of eight days, it's two weeks or something now. Mm. And like Megan said, if you don't hear from someone for ages, you think that's a problem. So why not put another email halfway through with like maybe some tips on how to use the product when they get it? Or you could even be like fun or silly if it's on brand for you. Like, Mm. hey, while you're waiting, here's some games to play. Maybe you could tell them a little riddle or something like that. You know, Anything that kind of just shows that you know that they haven't got it yet, but that that's not a problem and you're aware of it is actually more helpful than not contacting them at all. Yeah. And don't be afraid to actually say, hey, this is an automated email just to let you know. Like you you don't have to try and you don't have to pretend. Just, you know, just say like, hey, this is an email that's generated by our magic elves. Our magic elves have communicated with our magic delivery person and, (laughs) and, you know, it's still being processed. Like Australia Post is taking longer. Sorry. Like you can just, you know, be really open and honest about it. Yeah. So communication is key. A little bit of a tangent there for you on the Black Friday thing, but... (laughs) It comes into the marketing around that as well. So whether you want to call your sale Black Friday or something different, just communicate whether or not it is your last sale. And don't say it's your last sale for the year and then go on sale again in Boxing Day. 
because that will also annoy people if, you know, you lose all your integrity and trust there because you've said one thing and then you've done something completely different. Yeah. So you can say this is our last sale before Christmas and be honest Mm. about that and don't be tempted to go on sale again. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't go on sale again. Like, oh, I need some more sales on the 1st of December. I'm going to have another sale quickly. No, you said it was our last sale. You made people spend the money then. So don't then go and turn around and do something different for sure. Yeah. So in terms of what, you know, we're kind of the other thing that we're recommending is what types of promotions to have around the quarter four. If you're going to do a uh, promotion before Christmas, then we're recommending to keep it super, super simple. So you don't want people to have to try and figure out if I buy this, I'm going to get this. And how much do I save if, you know, like jumping through hoops and I have to... If I stand on one leg and wave my arm while pressing the (laughs) buy button, then (laughs) this discount is magically added. (laughs) You don't want people to have to do that. So some examples that we're seeing with our agency clients, we've got tiered discounts, which I'm actually really loving this year, which is, you know, spend $100, get 10% off, spend $180, get 15% off, and spend $200, get 20% off. And what you'll notice in there as well, is that I have added in a little decoy pricing uh, strategy to that example. So instead of saying spend $100, get 10%, spend $200, get 20 spend $300, get 30 instead of that, which is, you know, pretty standard and it's what a lot of people do, it's actually what most of our clients came back and said that they were going to do, we then actually suggested to them that they have that decoy pricing, which is the middle one, the middle tier, the middle bracket is actually closer to the highest one and further away from the lowest one, if that makes sense. So then they've just got to spend that little bit more. They've just got to spend that teeny tiny little bit more. So like, for example, one of our, you know, this is a good example. We've got spend um, $100, get 10, spend 180, get 20, spend 200, get 30. And so they're only in their heads having to spend that extra 20. No one's really going to spend 180 and see that they can then save 30% and not spend the 20. But that client doesn't have any $20 products. They've mm. got, you know, $100 products. So the, the the customers are going to spend an extra 100, but in their head, they're only spending an extra 20. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's like the um, small, medium, large drink pricing and things like that. So um, some other discount, you know, you can do site-wide discounts. You can also do specific product discounts. So if you've got something that you want to clear, you can um, be having a discount off a particular product. You can use coupon codes. You could do a free shipping promotion. Uh, You could do free shipping by order value, but that's almost kind of like a standard thing, you know, shipping thresholds. One Mm. thing is to be like if you are using Shopify, we mentioned Shopify a lot because we love it and are using coupon codes, you can actually send out a link that will automatically apply that coupon code. Uh, So if you're not sure how to do that, make sure you join our free group. We've got a little video in there on how to do it, but that will help you, you know, avoid confusion of where to put it and all those sorts of things. It automatically puts it in for you. So it's nice and simple and gets people checking out. The other thing that we're seeing is bundles a lot. So Mm. um, a couple of our clients are doing uh, bundles. So Actually, one one of our clients is doing something really clever. They're doing an exclusive offer to only post purchases. So anyone who's purchased before gets access to that exclusive offer and say, like, I'm just, I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is because I want them to actually be able to run this and it be like a really cool 
exclusive unique thing but for example and you can do this you can you know work out what yours is so for example for their post purchases so anybody who has made a purchase from them before they're saying here's your vip access to our tiered discount and they're not letting anyone else have access to that at all and then a few days later they're having you know they're open to the public sale which is like their bundles and so they're two completely different offers so their post purchases could actually buy both They're not feeling like they, you know, were, you know, by buying the first one, they've actually kind of like missed out on, you know, oh, well, I don't need to buy the second one. But I think it's just, I think I thought that was so clever. and Makes um, people feel special. Yeah, I love that. I like that. So plan ahead, make sure that you have all of your assets ready to go. And if you are listening to this and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I've run out of time. Karen and Megan are saying to go really early and it's already October. It's not too late. (laughs) So make sure that you do um, try and get something up before the end of October, early November, rather than if you were planning to do sort of late November, early December. So one way to make sure that you can capitalize this on this and uh, make sure that you have enough time is just to keep it super simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Go simple, go early. Um, If you'd like a safe space to brainstorm ideas or workshop your strategy, come and join us in our free group, which is Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs on Facebook. And we also have an Instagram, Unstoppable Ecom, which we're pretty active in there. So send us a message and uh, yeah, we would love to see what you're coming up with for quarter dollar sign, quarter four. (laughs) If you're looking to sell more on your online store, you might like to check out Ecom Igniter, our online training program. Find out more at ecomigniter.com and be sure to join the waitlist to access our special early bird offer.